Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Well, I think if you look around the league, um, you'll see various um, instances of dysfunction. And that relationship between the general manager and the head coach is absolutely critical. Um, in our conversations with Bill Polian, he's told us it's that relationship between the general manager and the head coach and the relationship between the head coach and the quarterback that will determine the success of your team. So we don't want somebody that's um, always agreeing with each other. We want vigorous debate. But at the end of the debate, we want people breaking on the plan and united behind Paul Barkish on 670 The Score. Good evening, Chicago, and welcome into our program this evening. I am Paul Barkish, going to be with you until 9 o'clock tonight in a rather event-filled sports, but, but certainly Chicago Bears and NFL Day here in Chicago. We've got a great lineup of guests for you, people with some unique insight as to what went on today, both here with the Bears and around the National Football League. At 6.20, in just about 15 minutes, we will visit with Patrick Finley, the Chicago Bears beat reporter at the Chicago Sun-Times. At 7 o'clock, Mark Carrier, former uh, Defensive Rookie of the Year, former Bears first-round draft choice, former 10-year NFL coach with three different teams is going to visit with us. I thought uh, Mark would be interesting, particularly this evening, not only because he's always interesting, but here's a young man who came to Chicago, was one of the best young players in the league, and at the end of just his second season, a Hall of Fame legend in Mike Ditka was fired, and uh, he had to adjust and move on and certainly can give us some insight as to what the players might be thinking right now. And then at 8 o'clock, Eric Edholm, one of the best insiders in the business, Eric, of course, from Yahoo sports.com former uh, compadre of mine at pro football weekly going to stop by we'll go a little wider lens at that point and talk about what's going on around the nfl and the bulk of the show the bulk of the next three hours as is always my favorite way to go is with you 312-644-6767 is the phone number that will get you into the BetQL listener line. It's powered by BetQL. Bet smarter and beat the books. Download the BetQL app today or visit BetQL.com. You can also dial 312-644-677 if you want to text me. Text Zone is brought to you by Rosen Hyundai of Algonquin. Save time, shop online at RosenHyundai.com. So dial me up right now. We can get a call or two in before um, Pat joins us at 620. We will then, as I say, spend most of the evening taking your calls and find out what you think 
about what's going on with the Chicago Bears, what went on today, what next steps we've got coming. And it certainly was interesting. There is no doubt about that. Coming in, you heard George McCaskey talking about what they are looking for in the next general manager and head coach, what their thoughts might be about the quarterback situation and where uh, hopefully the future, hopefully the franchise, Justin Fields, will fit in all of that. We've got it all for you again right here at 6.7. To the score. I am broadcasting live from the Hyundai studios. So start dialing us up 312-644-6767. In the meantime, I'll tell you, um, you know, I thought, well, let's go back to the beginning, of course. Uh, it was very early this morning that I believe Adam Schefter first reported that both Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace would be out. Um, certainly no surprise with Matt. We, we had to know it was coming at this point and just a very strange day in Minneapolis yesterday. I don't believe that was um, what made the final decision. I have to believe it was already finally made. And yet the way that game was coached, um, you just had to kind of scratch your head. And so there was no doubt uh, what was coming for Matt. It had been a little less clear with Ryan Pace, as I've been reporting in recent weeks. All my sources were telling me that while George wasn't talking, there was a sense that Ryan Ryan could stay with the organization, possibly um, in some different reorganization or situation. There was never any chance that it was going to be status quo, that he was just going to remain the general manager and get to hire his next coach. Um, And somewhere along the line, George uh, McCaskey told us today the decision was actually reached in conversations last night. Uh, The decision was that it would be a clean slate, that both Ryan and Matt would be released. Uh, as I did report here, I think a couple weeks ago, and again this morning, uh, there had been outreach to Bill Polian. We now know that Bill Polian is officially going to be the team's consultant and advisor this time around for the hiring of both the general manager and the head coach. And uh, George McCaskey, of course, confirmed that today. There was immediately some pushback from some folks who are disturbed by the fact that Bill uh, left the Colts organization almost 10 years ago and has been working in media, um, uh, that he is now 79 years of age. Um, That, as far as I'm concerned, is absolutely absurd. He is also a Hall of Famer as a contributor and an organization builder in the NFL. He has six Executive of the Year awards. He built six Super Bowl teams, won one Super Bowl ring, and hired two Hall of Fame coaches in Marv Levy and Tony Dungy. Um, You can't do any better. Uh, You know, that part of it, George McCaskey absolutely got right. And I can assure you that the other four teams currently looking for a head coach would give anything to have Bill Polian in the interview room and advising them. Unfortunately, after that, George started to go in the right direction and then made a U-turn and went in the wrong direction. Uh, He also announced that the front office will be reorganized in its reporting structure, that Ted Phillips will be removed from football reporting and focusing on the building of a new stadium in Arlington Heights and that the new general manager would report directly to George. Now, of course, the general manager, the president of football operations, whoever it may be, is going to report to the owner of the team. And so there's no way around that. And so it sounded really good. It felt really good. And then George went and fumbled the ball. He he turned around and said, however, the selection committee for the new GM and uh, head coach will not only include himself and Bill Polian, but will also include Ted Phillips, as well as Soup Campbell, the Bears' director of player development, and Tanisha Wade, uh, the team's director of diversity. And, and, And 
it just left you scratching your head. I, I mean, you, you, you did what everybody expected you to do, wanted you to do what you need to do. Remove Ted from the football side of the operation without, you know, embarrassing him or firing him and rewarding him for his, his 38 years with the team and, and letting him focus on the things that he actually probably does pretty well. And then you bring him back into the interview process and it just makes no sense whatsoever. And while, as I have written in my column, which I believe is now posted at shawlocal.com, it'll be in all the papers tomorrow. Um, I have no doubt that Soup Campbell and, and Tanisha Wade are the very best at what they do. Outstanding people, I'm sure. But what they have to offer in understanding what's going to make a great head coach or general manager, I just don't understand. And so I'm assuming that George McCaskey believes that this is the best way to touch all the bases. Um, I can only disagree. The, the best way to touch all the bases was to bring in Bill Polian and get out of his way. And, and, and you know, now how much distraction Polian is going to have from this job, uh, whether George is going to challenge him in any way or let him do what he's being asked to do remains to be seen. And, and so that is where we are left, you know, maybe with some encouragement that at least going forward, we're told Ted Phillips will not be involved in the football operation, although we we don't know if we can trust that, since as soon as we're told that, we're now told he will be involved in the hiring of the GM and the head coach, um, and, and then the hope that they get the right people moving forward. So those are the topics of conversation for this evening. Again, 312-644-6767. Let's get right to the phones, where Michael is in Lakeview. Michael, how you doing? Hey, Hob. Thanks for taking my call. Hey, you know, I... Again, I agree with you on Bill Polian. When I heard that, I was I was excited. My biggest problem is in working in the business and the business side of things for my company. Whenever I have to go and present, whether it's for an SEC filing or anything front facing with investors, you know, we are everything we put in front of 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 the group we're talking to is vetted by numerous people within the organization. And I don't know this because obviously I'm not at Hallis Hall every day, but. I am constantly amazed at my 50-plus years of watching this franchise and being a fan of it, that they stick their foot in it every time they have the opportunity. Is there anyone there who sits down and talks with them, specifically George? Because from the start when he talked, when he threw, when he threw out the JD conversation, and, he, and I, I, again, I, I don't think he meant to because I think what he's done, what the franchise has done for the Dickerson family since his death has been fantastic, but to bring up his son early on and almost use him as a shield. And I, I hope to God that's what he didn't he wasn't trying to do to the stuff with Olin. There seems that there's so many unforced errors through this team. I, I, I just don't understand. You're a billion dollar corporation and you act like a mom and pop seven 11 store on the city. It's on a corner in the city. And I just don't understand. Well, Mike, I do know George, fairly well, I guess probably as well or better than anybody in the media. And, and, and I will tell you, and I was troubled by this because I know some of my fellow media members, you know, agreed with you. I don't believe that that was anything but genuine. You know, I think it was George's, as he said, he, you know, he should talk more often. He doesn't. That's on him. But but I know George McCaskey. That was just genuinely meant to, you know, to honor Jeff and and to you know speak for his son and I believe he said will forever be a member of the Bears family something like that I'd have to go back and listen so I I just I don't think that's fair I, I think that he was doing nothing 
uh, but paying his respects to Jeff. Now, beyond that, the thing with Olin is a complete mystery to me. We're, we're going to play that a little bit later. Um, I had talked to Olin about that actually shortly after it happened. And, um, you know, <laughs> I've been accused of bias for a few things recently, most of which is completely untrue, but I am very biased when it comes to Olin. He's, he's a friend. And he told me the story. I'm sure there is truth in it. I, and George... He didn't say it was untrue. I, I don't know where he was going with that. I don't know if it caught him by surprise or what it was, but it was really unfortunate. Um, you know, beyond that, in terms of the way the whole thing was presented, he has a, I believe, senior VP of Scott's title now. He has a VP of communications in Scott Hagel, and I'm sure um, that they worked uh, on the statement and, and what would be said. Um, he has two top-end um, media relations guys in, Brand, in uh, Brandon Faber and Adam Widman. Um, now, whether they were consulted on the statement or not, I don't know, but I do know that they give advice as well. And, and whether or not George got the best advice and didn't follow it, or whether there are multiple people, you know, to, to look at for this, that, that I can't say. Um, but but to, to do the right thing and, and try and say that Ted is out of the football conversation and then bring him right back in, uh, you can't get much more tone deaf than that. And, and I don't know why he did that, you, you know, and, and, and we're just going to have to wait and see now, you know. At this point, people need to stop because it is what it is. They own the football team. Let's see who they hire. We'll have our opinions of who they hire when it happens, and we'll give those people a chance to do their jobs. There's no change in that, you know, so, so we can talk about it. You can be frustrated by it, but that's that's where they're at right now. So um, let me get to Matt out in Plainfield. Matt, I appreciate you dialing us up. How you doing tonight? Good. How, how are you? I'm good, thank you. I really enjoy your show, so thanks for having me on. Um, I'll start by letting you know that uh, for Christmas, my brother had a shirt made for me that says Cruz 2022 on the front and Olin for coach on the back <laughs> because uh, for the last couple months, he's heard me, um, you know, promote Olin and say how uh, refreshing he seems to be regarding his viewpoints on the bears. And, uh, you know, I really would like to see some reality come into the picture where Olin would get an opportunity Knowing um, what was said today and Olin breaking that report last week, um, I would tend to think that it might not be a realistic possibility. But a month or so ago, Olin was asked on his show about, you know, the opportunity to coach for the Bears. And he made some kind of comment about, you know, being his dream job. And uh, he would have loved the opportunity to be involved to consult with them or whatever. So that seems uh, contradictory to his feelings, you know, with breaking the report last week. I guess I'm looking for you to shed some light on do you think there's ever a possibility where Olin could be brought in in some kind of coaching capacity? Well, Matt, yeah, a few things there, and thank you for the phone call. Um, as I said, I, I'm not going to deny my bias here. Olin's a dear friend, and I love him, and I trust him uh, with anything. And, and, and if he told the story, uh, you know, it's a true story. Now, George indicated that there was more to the story, um, and I think Olin would acknowledge that's a possibility, but I, I just my sense was that George got caught off guard and, and that he reacted badly because, as I said, I heard the story quite some time ago, and I never heard there was more to it. Um, now, that said, 
if in fact, you know, the question is, is it what Olin wants right now? Is he ready? Or could it be a dream job down the road? Number one. Number two, no bridges were burned today. A feud was started. <laughs> There's no question about that. But that can always be fixed and patched over if, in fact, it's what the Bears and, and their new people in charge of football want and if what Olin wants. So I think we got to let it breathe. We're going to replay a bit of that for you guys in the 7 o'clock hour as far as Olin's response. Um, but it was a pretty unfortunate moment today. And, and my sincere hope is that they do find a way to patch it up, whoever has to do the outreach, because Olin and the Bears are meant for each other. And, and it would be a shame if something silly like that, uh, you know, denied any possibility of that ever happening. And, and I don't think it's permanent uh, now. I, you know, how and when and if it gets fixed, I can't say. I'm not a part of the conversation. Guys, we got to take a very quick commercial break. Our first special guest, Patrick Finley, the Chicago Bears beat reporter for the Sun-Times, is coming up next right here at 670 The Score. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. If Ted is involved in the search and in the decision to, you know, going forward in terms of whether to retain the GM or not, or the coach or not, then how much is really changing here in terms of the operational structure? Well, the change in the interview room is that we have three new people. So we've got the benefit of their uh, perspective. Um, organizationally, um, remains to be seen how much is going to change because I haven't had a general manager report to me. So uh, I've got a lot to learn in that regard and counting on the new general manager uh, to help me in that process. Chicago Bears chairman George McCaskey at his press conference today with another answer that really contradicted some of what we had been led to believe over the last couple of years, and, and we'll get deeper into that 
in just a moment. Um, again, uh, obviously, you all know by now, both Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace relieved of their duties by George McCaskey and the Chicago Bears today. Uh, George held a one-hour session with the media, which we are basically parsing, assessing, and trying to figure out what to make of it to know what comes next. I'm Hub Barkish, going to be here with you until 9 o'clock. And right now, we are going to go to the SCORE hotline, where our guests join us, presented by Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. And we welcome in Patrick Finley, the Chicago Bears beat reporter from the Chicago Sun-Times. And um, Pat, before I get to Andy's question there and, and George's answer, I, I need your help with something, because I, I want to make sure that I don't end up on the wrong side of something that I absolutely do not want to be on the wrong side of. My first caller tonight um, was a little troubled by George's opening statement that involved J.D. Um, and his son. And, and I know a couple of the guys in our room um, were troubled by it. And, and I, I went back and I, I read it just now. I'm reading it again. And, and my sense is that, that you know, George's uh, comments about J.D., certainly seemed earnest and proper and appropriate, but he then used it as a bridge to talk about Matt Nagy's sons. Am I correct in that that is where some people felt he went off the rails? Yeah, I think the segue was, was the issue was just okay. comparing, yeah. Compar- yeah, 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 comparing uh, Parker Dickerson's situation with, uh, uh, with Matt Nagy's kid getting heckled in the game. And I'm with you, and I don't want to spend too much time on this, but uh, I don't doubt that George's heart was in the right place there. Yeah, I, we can move on. I just wanted to, to make sure that I didn't mess up and clean that up. Let, let's get to some things that George messed up, unfortunately. <laughs> and one of them we just heard uh, in Andy asking what's different uh, about it. And George telling us, well, it's the first time that a general manager had ever reported to him after we heard for the last four years that, that Ted Phillips was pretty much removed from the football operation. Apparently he wasn't. And then given a chance to completely remove him today, George told us that, well, he will be removed. Apparently once the guy's hired, that he's going to focus on building a new stadium, but then he's going to help hire the next guy. And so I think understandably, it leaves a lot of people confused as Andy asked the question, what's really different? Yeah. Yeah. It feels like a half measure, doesn't it? Um, On one hand, the GM will report to George and, and Ted will focus on the stadium. On the other, you know, George went out of his way to say, <laughs> to say well, Ted's going to do the interviews and Ted's going to negotiate the contracts. And, you know, when you, when you talk about the five people that are going to be in the interview room, um, you know, Sue Campbell, Bill Polian, George, Ted, and forgive me, I'm blanking on her name, but their diversity, inclusion, Tanisha Wade. and equality. Yeah. yeah and those five, I mean, <laughs> having Ted in there, it's, it's not like before when it was, you know, do you remember when Ted, George, and Ernie Acorsi were flying around, just the three of them um, interviewing coaches before they hired Ryan Pace? You know, in this case, you probably could have removed Ted from the situation and still been okay. I, I, I don't know why he went halfway. He, you know, he just went out of his way again, like he does this time every year, to talk about how much he trusts Ted. I think the word implicitly was used. Um, you know, he's, he's sticking up for Ted and, and, and letting him stick around. Which certainly, you know, is his want and, and his right. Um, but uh, I, I got asked by my first caller tonight, does, does George get any advice from anybody in the organization? Well, he can't get better football advice because he just fired the top football people. But, but when you come to just the way you kind of present yourself, 
um, you know, it does leave you scratching your head a little bit because I, I, I don't think there's anybody in Chicago who isn't aware that the fa- and it's it's really not fair to Ted because I don't know that Ted has done a bad job in you know 60, 70, 80 percent of his responsibilities as president and CEO of the team, but he's done an awful job on the football side. And so you got to know going in that involving him in any way is not going to make anybody feel any better, and you have a very upset fan base to begin with. Well, yeah, and, and but you know if they believe that they would have kept Ted out of the end of season press conferences for the last 10 years. I, I think part of the reason fans glom on to Ted Phillips as, you know, and let's be honest, in some cases, a boogeyman, you know, somebody who they don't, you know, they, they don't quite know what he does. So they, they presume that what he's doing is, is terrible is because of these end of year shows where, where they trot out George and Ted always together. And, you know, you would have thought that after last year when Ted said that, you know, that besides the quarterback and the winning, they've got everything there. You would have thought that that would have uh, at least earned him a hall pass to not have to show up for this year's, but there he was. Well, yeah, and, you know, the question I was asked prior to the the press conference is, is what do you think? And I said, well, you know, the first thing I want to see is, is if Ted even participates because, it just made no sense to me that he would. And, and one of the first things that George told us is that Ted would also be available for questions. Um, and, and then I moved to the next part. I don't know how you feel about it. I had uh, actually had some rumblings and, and reported, according to sources, a couple times over the last few weeks that, that there, there was conversations with Bill Bolian going on. When I heard that he is a formal advisor and is going to participate in and I hope oversee the interview processes for these two jobs, I, I feel great about that. I, I realize that there was some questioning about, well, you know, why wouldn't you get somebody more current or younger? And that's because there is nobody current or more younger who's in the Hall of Fame, has six executive of the year awards and has hired two Hall of Fame coaches. So uh, to me, questioning Pullian's involvement is, is silly. Uh, I think it's a real plus for them, but we get to, to you know, Soup Campbell is, is the president, uh, sorry, vice president of player engagement, and uh, Tanisha Wade is the vice president of diversity, equity, and inclusion. And I, I have no doubt that they're great at their job, but how does that qualify them to interview head coaches and general managers? It just doesn't seem to make a lot of sense, does it? I don't know. Are we presuming that only five people can fit in a plane? Because <laughs> to your point, to your point, uh, Bill Polian, I mean, there's no arguing with this credential. But, you know, I would have preferred, if you're going to have Bill help you, maybe bring, maybe bring in a former player or two uh, to jump on that plane with you and go interview people. Maybe bring in somebody who's, um, <laughs> who, somebody younger. And, and I don't, I don't say this to disparage Polian at all, but you know, the game was a little different, you know, uh, before he retired or before he, you know, and, and, you know, I'm sure that perspective would have been helpful here. To me, it's not a, you know, Polian or somebody else question. It's a, why couldn't it have been Polian and someone else? You know, I, you know, I know that, the Bears, when evaluating whether or not to fire Ryan Pace, talked to more people than just Bill Polian. I, I don't understand why that couldn't have continued over to the hiring process. Well, it certainly could have, Pat. I guess my counterpoint to that, though, is that while the game on the field is different, 
Um, I don't see where the qualities you would look for in a head coach and a general manager are any different at all. You know, it's a, it's being current with X's and O's, you know, in strategy and the way the game is being played. Um, you know, I don't know, are the players that much different to handling the players? Uh, you know, because that appears to be the only thing, well, I shouldn't say that, but, but certainly the main thing that, that, that Ryan Pace and, and, and Matt Nagy got right, you know, the, the, the no, the no turds rule and, and the fact that these guys absolutely were given their all right up until the final gun, you know, yesterday. So I, I don't know, you know, I, well, I do know, I guess I just, I don't agree with, with that concern, but I do come back to. You know what are we what are we left to understand now that, that this is going to be just a group effort and Bill Polian is going to be one voice, or are these people there to watch and listen and just give Polian impressions after the fact? I I suspect that part of it is Bill Polian being a Rolodex for George McCaskey, somebody who uh, not only can help him assemble a list of general managers, but can also get you know, 20 recommendations or 20 opinions uh, from people around the league who, who know this person. Uh, and I imagine that he's a little bit of a clearinghouse, too, where he can uh, condense this information and give it to George. And, and you know, and many people have brought this up today, and I, and I think it's a valuable point. I, and I don't blame George for wanting as much expertise as he can get. But at some point, it, it is it's off-putting to me that – the biggest decision that they can make as a franchise, you know, for, you know, two times in a row now, essentially gets outsourced to somebody who, you know, whether this is a success or a failure, is not going to affect their lives any. And I just don't know, how long does George need to do this before George can be the expert himself? And I know he sits there and says he's a fan, you know, and he's uncomfortable being asked football questions or whatever. But, you know, he should be able to navigate these things uh, on his own uh, by this point, don't you think? You know, Pat, we, we completely agree on that, but I actually give the man points for standing up in front of his whole fan base and saying, I'm not qualified. I'm not the guy, you know, now, it, may, <laughs> it, it may not be a good thing, but, but he admits it and he goes out and gets the best help he can. The other option, quite frankly, is sell the football team because at this point, He's not going to become the expert, and and they have told us they're not going to sell the football team, and so that's why I just immediately moved to the next best option, which is to get the best guy you can, and and you know I think there's a chance that Polian's the best guy they could get. Yeah, yeah, it, I, it's it'll be interesting. It, the age thing, and, and I don't want to harp on it, but but it, I think. It may be the unique coach that can connect with somebody as old as Pullian in a meeting. And George is, you know, how old is George? In the 60s somewhere. And then also with a 22-year-old player or 21-year-old player. Um, and it'll, it'll be interesting to see exactly where they come down on this. The other thing, too, Hub, about this whole interview process is, you know, George is so active in the league's inclusion efforts. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I, I think it's really important to him and I'll be curious to see how that colors, wh- what direction he wants to go with this. You know, he's, you know, he's, let's see if he can kind of walk the walk and talk the talk here. Well, and that could be the perfect explanation as to why his senior vice president of diversity, uh, equity and inclusion, uh, you know, Tanisha Wade is, is in this interview process. Um, uh, again, I'm just trying to understand 
what that job entails, because I would think it would entail making sure you interview the right people while not necessarily interviewing them, unless Tanisha Wade has a football background that I'm not aware of. Well, let's put it this way. If, if playing football and having a football background was a prerequisite to be conducting this, if these interviews should be Phil Foley and, and maybe Sue Campbell and that's it. Uh, it, it hasn't prevented the Bears, <laughs> the Bears ownership group before uh, from talking to people. Yeah, and, and, and I think as we try and report to fans and try and explain all this, uh, that, is, that is where we're at. You know, I, I mean, nothing was going to change between last January and, and this past August and, and three weeks ago and today that was going to make a member of the McCaskey family the person who was going to stand up and say, I'm the expert, I'm going to hire the best person. Um, uh, and and so, you know, I, I, I understand people being upset about it, but, but you know, I, I, what's, the, what's the line we hear from everybody in the, in the sport right now? Control what you can control. And, and so it seems like that's what they're trying to do here. Um, real quick, uh, you know, we've all got our list of candidates that, that everybody's working on. Um, you know, some appear to be, uh, you know, more likely than others because uh, the Bears did not participate in the early opportunity to begin interviews. All we know so far is a unconfirmed report, but a seemingly likely report that they've requested permission to talk to Les Frazier. That makes perfect sense for a lot of reasons. Um, any other thoughts or anything you've heard as you've worked the phones today as who the other, you know, first, first folks in, and isn't it interesting that they have asked permission for a coaching candidate before, to our knowledge, they've asked permission for, for a general manager candidate. And, and well, <laughs> my answer is a boring answer, which is, uh, I want the head coach that your general manager wants. And, you know, uh, George was clear today that I think his preference would be to hire a general manager and then let that general manager hire the and, you know, because of the because of the teams that are in the playoffs right now, the Bears can put in requests to talk to people right now. But, you know, they still have got some time before they actually have to go do it. Uh, the GM hire is not going to be as, you know, as sexy as the head coach hire. But I think in a way it's more important um, in terms of names. Hubble, I'll ask you, knowing knowing your background. Jim Harbaugh going to get an extension at Michigan? You had Stephen Ross today, who's a booster at the school, uh, be uh, very upfront about how he'd like him to stay. I figure he wouldn't be putting Jim in a pinch like that unless he had an indication that it might happen, that he might stay there. Yeah, Pat, I'm, I'm walking a, a really fine line with this one. Jim, Jim is an old friend. Um, and, and, you know, we worked together his first, uh, whatever it was, eight, nine years in the league, uh, have stayed in touch on a number of things since, but have not had as much contact the last couple of years. We were texting, uh, just a little bit, uh, when they beat Ohio state, I have not spoken to him about this and I have mm -hmm. talked to a few people close to him, uh, very close to him who aren't sure themselves what he wants to do. And they're not sure that he knows yet what he wants to do with the two choices being staying at Michigan or coming back to the NFL. Um, and, and apparently he's, I guess, doing what you'd call the wise thing, although it can't help his recruiting if he's staying in, in listening to, to everything, you know, and, and until he makes that decision, um, I, I, I don't, I, I have nothing to add. I, you know, I wish I did. Um, but, but I don't, I do know, that irrespective of what Stephen Ross may say, if Jim decides he's coming to the NFL, 
then I got to believe that Ross gets a pass and says, well, if you're coming, come here, you know, and, and <laughs> I mean, you know, yeah, I mean, you look at these jobs and every one of them to a Tagalavoa in Miami, Trevor Lawrence in Jacksonville, Justin Fields here, you know, the, 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 the report initially started with his relationship with the Raiders, but his relationship was with Al Davis, not with Mark Davis. And, and, right. and, and knowing, I will say this much knowing Jim, I don't see him in Las Vegas. I don't see a lot of potential coaches in Las Vegas. This was something I don't. What's, I don't know if you have a take on this, Pat, but this was never really discussed uh, during the whole process of the Raiders getting there. But that's got to be the toughest place in the NFL to keep your thumb on 55, 60 young men in their 20s. Uh, you know, with with all the distractions around them, and we have already in just a couple of years seen some pretty serious issues out there. So. Um, I got to believe that for some of these head coaching candidates, that's got to at least be a consideration. What did it, what did uh, Joe Burrow say that uh, Cincinnati was so boring that none of their players were going out and getting COVID? Uh, this, mm-hmm. <laughs> this is the exact opposite of that. It's, it's the city that never sleeps. Uh, I would think it, if it were me, um, and if I were either the head coach or the GM in in Vegas, I would I would have a very specific kind of player that I would think could thrive in, uh, in that city. And I would have a long list of traits that I don't want (laughs) in a, in a player. And and it's hard because that's, I mean, that's not a, I mean, that's a disadvantage uh, for a team, but, but uh, in the long run, I, I think it'll do more good than harm. Yeah, Pat, I mean, the interesting things to consider is until Jim decides which way he's going, you know, nobody has anything to report. But if he decides it is time to come back to the NFL, not only does he immediately become the top candidate uh, for for all or most of these jobs, he also becomes the top candidate to bring Vic Fangio with him if Vic does not want to take a year off. And so it's a story, you know, that we're all going to be watching very, very closely uh, but at this time, there's nothing but conjecture to report. So before I let you go, and this is just our best guess, but but you're as wired as anybody on the beat, so I'm curious what your best guess is. What do you think we're looking at time frame here? Uh, I mean, <laughs> the first question I asked was, did you you know notify these guys early? Did you participate in any initial interviewing? The answer was no. They're starting from scratch today. And I cannot imagine that they're going to hire a head coach without hiring the GM first. So, so what do you think we're talking about? Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's the premise. And, and it, uh, George seemed to leave open the possibility that, well, you know, when he was questioned, like, well, you know, maybe in a certain situation we could hire a coach first. And maybe that is for uh, the Jim Harbaugh's of the world, somebody who is such a big fish that you would hire them first and then give them some say in their bosses. I would, I would imagine the GM thing will be – I don't know. What do you think? Ten days, something like that, and then, and then it depends on you know. You know, I br- I break into a cold sweat every time I, I think about was it the Falcons when they hired Dan Quinn? Wasn't Dan Quinn the defensive coordinator for the Seahawks in the Super Bowl? Yeah, and yes, so it was, was like the it was like the worst kept it was like the worst kept secret in football, but it couldn't be official until the day after the Super Bowl. Uh, I, that's the sort of thing that that, that, uh, that makes me nervous. Um, uh, just from a personal standpoint, I don't know. I mean, you know, probably I would say GM by Thursday of next week, um, and then a head coach completely dependent on how well their team is playing. Yeah, Pat, I or think we're on the same. Yeah, I, I could see the GM 
lingering that long. I could also see it happening early next week. I think the coach will come within a few days of the GM because I think part of the GM process will be conversation about who their coaches might be. Uh, so we will keep a close eye on that. It looks like our off seasons are going to be delayed just a little bit, but uh, it's fun. This is the kind of news that you that you long to cover, and Pat, you do it as well as anybody in the city. So thank you so much for joining us tonight. Uh, you have a great evening. That is Patrick Finley, Chicago Bears beat reporter for the Chicago Sun-Times. We're going to take a quick break and get back to your phone calls at 312-644-6767 in just a moment. Same question. Just add to yeah. that, that, you know, I, I think you guys know Sue Campbell, and uh, he, on a daily basis, is in the locker room talking to the players what's important, what's on their mind, what's bothering them, what are they happy about um, from a whole host of different topics. So I think um, – he will he will add great insight into how the locker room might react to different coaching, different styles of leadership. So we're looking forward to that. Ted Phillips talking today about the inclusion of Soup Campbell in the interview team and what he might be able to bring to it. Our phone number, 312-644-6767. Another special guest coming up at 7 o'clock, Mark Carrier, former Chicago Bears great. Uh, uh, ten, I want to say 10 or 11-year NFL career, 10 more years with three teams as an NFL coach. Uh, should be able to give us some really interesting perspective on not only change like this, but change like this with the Bears organization. Right now, though, we're going to get to Mount Greenwood and welcome in Bill. Bill, how you doing? Hey, Good evening. I'm, uh, I'm a big fan of your analogy of the, uh, the NFL and uh, the Bears in particular. And I just kind of had a question here for you. And it's re- in this regard to uh, scouting, you know, uh, the general manager always gets the, the credit or the blame for, you know, their first-round picks and second-round picks. But so many keys to a team were on their second and third-round picks. I was just wondering, um, when they hire a new general manager, will he be bringing in his own group of scouts, or do the Bears have scouts that have been there for 10, 15, 20 years, and they're just going to stay there when the, when the, the new general manager comes in? Because, you know, there's so many diamonds in the rough. I mean, I, you know, we're talking about Owen Cruz. He was a third-round draft pick. Um, and there, there's so many, you know, you get the folk. Even the Patriots have made, you know, bad first-round picks. And I just think that those are one area uh, of, of a football organization that, doesn't get enough credit or enough blame when it comes to building a football franchise. I'm just you could just tell me how many scouts uh, uh, most football teams have, and how much uh, are actually there that new general manager will uh, will bring in. Well, Bill, there's a number of different setups, but the answer to your question is both. Um, with a new uh, general manager, director of football operations, whatever you want to call him, he's going to have complete control of his scouting department. However, when these guys get hired, and this is going to happen in mid to early, you know, early January, a lot of the work on the 2022 NFL college draft and even free agency has already been done. And if you start from scratch, you are starting way behind the eight ball. And for that reason, most scouting and front office contracts are structured to run approximately 
you know, May 1 to April 30, June 1 to May 30, whatever it may be. And so most likely, whoever the new GM is will bring in his top people, his director of college scouting, his director of pro personnel, a personnel director, depending on how he's going to set it up. Uh, and then the scouts will will probably be retained uh, at least through this next evaluation process. And they'll be evaluated in that way. And, and then decisions will be made going forward. Um, uh, you, you know, there's, there's really no other way they can do it because of the timing of the football season. There are several scouts with the Bears right now who've been here for 20, 25 years because they're good scouts, you know, you know, and, and they supply the right information. At the end of the day, the guys on the street, their opinions are valuable, but a lot of it is just the measurements and the notes from interviews and whatever they may have. And it still gets up to the guys in charge to pull the string and make the final decisions on which players get selected. So um, I hope that answers your question. We've got one more from another Bill. This guy I'm on the South Side, uh, or South Shore, I should say. Bill, how you doing tonight? Hub, uh, always great, man. Long thank year. Thank, oh, yeah, hey, thank you. I'll, st- I'll start off to say, I always appreciate that you speak your mind, come what may. You know, and I know probably the last couple of weeks were um, sometimes <laughs> a little bit strange for you, but I, I respect you for doing that always. Thank you. Thank you. Um, you know, Leslie Frazier, cool guy great guy. Mm-hmm. I don't care if he's a cool guy. I really don't want to see him as our coach. I thought he was not that great in Minnesota, to be honest. I mean, he's a decent defensive coordinator. I, I don't feel like that's going to really move the meter. And it, it's not really about moving the meter with the fans necessarily. It's about winning, which I don't see him doing that much of, frankly. Um, you know, and I thought it was interesting, like like had been brought up, about the possibility of hiring a coach before the GM. And it seems like that would only be basically for one man. And that would be the man up in Michigan. And if he came here, I have no doubt that no matter what would happen, I would be entertained. But I know that man loves to win. and He's a competitor and uh, a very interesting candidate. And I would love to see him here. But uh, um, always great. I I know I don't talk to you too much after the football season's up. So uh, blessings to you for the rest of the winter. And uh, thanks again. Thank you so much, Bill. Thank you for the phone call. Uh, Jim Harbaugh is an outstanding football coach, and if he decides to come back to the NFL, he's going to be in great demand. And and, and as Pat indicated in our conversation, he is the exception to the rule. If he was available and you had not gotten your GM yet, he's a guy that you'd want to bring in and even let him have some input into a GM that he could work with. Beyond that, Les Frazier is not just a good defensive coordinator. He's an excellent defensive coordinator. And in three years as the Vikings head coach, he did have a playoff team. Um, He didn't have the overall success that you would like. And I'm not sure uh, that he would be the best choice, but he certainly is worthy of an interview. Um, And he is a quality football coach in addition to being an outstanding human being. Uh, So we'll see how he interviews. Uh, Certainly Bill Polian knows how to handle that. So guys, we're going to take another quick commercial break on the other side. Mark Carrier is going to stop by Uh, Mark and you, unique position with all this just a couple years in the nfl rookie uh, defensive rookie of the year the legend mike ditka gets fired mark reacts with the other young football players on the team we're going to talk to him about how that went and what these young players that are chicago bears right now have to expect that's coming up next in just a moment t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.